Welcome, everybody, to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast, the now once-in-a-while recap podcast. We've had to take some time off, as you may have noticed if you're listening to this, um... Yeah, we've had a few weeks off, and we're going to recap all sorts of stuff. I'm here with my co-host and brother, Joseph. Joe, we haven't talked in a couple weeks. How are you no. doing? What's going on over there? Uh, everything's the same here. Nothing yeah? too exciting in my neck, but it was nice to have a few weeks off from doing this, and now, you know, if we're going to be on maybe... And a little while later, we'll talk about that, I guess. But um, yeah, uh, I feel like this last episode that we're going to touch upon was my favorite, possibly, of the ones we missed. And so, you know, we can go over a few of the other ones if you want. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about some stuff here. Um, so... The reason we're not recording weekly as of this exact moment, um, because some people reached out wondering what's going on. I am overseas in Sicily, Italy. Strangely, I'm in Italy as well. Tim is in Italy and he's taking a few weeks off. I've been in Italy uh, working on a travel show. And uh, so I have not had as much time to listen and or record these episodes i've squeezed in some uh listening here um haven't watched as much done a lot more listening um and i haven't even i hate to say it listened to every second of everything uh but i did listen to most things and i want to touch upon a few things that has happened um uh, first of all, uh, it's going good over here. <clears throat> it's kind of funny that I'm here in Italy, so is Tim. It's kind of strange. Um, it's going well over here, and uh, the, the reason I don't have time is because I'm just out here shooting, having a great time. So uh, it's all good, and, um, you know, I miss talking to my brother every week, and I miss, you know, being as, you know, you know, kind of in the loop with the, the whole thing, but it is nice to kind of just step away and kind of be more of a casual listener to the show over these past couple of weeks. Um, I haven't taken notes, you know, I've just kind of listened and I'm just going to kind of look back on the episodes and, and, and see what we have to talk about. Um, first one is episode 158, which was fr- from May 19th. That was our first one that we missed. That was titled Clownvis, Bill Braun, and After Hours. And this was Tim in Atlanta again. The last time we recorded, Tim was in Atlanta. So this is the home of Phil Braun, Atlanta. And I I think the main thing to mention here is the Bill Braun (laughs) bit that happened that I thought was pretty, pretty, pretty good and went on for a long time and was really a major part of that episode. I thought the the joke there, I felt bad. It was, you know, I was like, shit, this is one of the first ones I'm not watching. 
and it seemed like an extremely visual one to see. Uh, and I just listened, but, um, you know, I could kind of tell what was going on there. And it seemed like they set that up pretty well. Like it was well set up, you know, Tim said, oh, I have a Postmates guy. And then it was Bill Braun and, you know, Phil did a great job, played it straight and, um, you know, was, was there, you know, made for some good laps, I thought. Yeah, I, I listened to it first and then I, I wanted to go back and, and visualize some of what I, you know, was hearing as well. And then I would say after doing that, I was like, well, this is, you know, it's still, you know, is exactly, you know, it, you like to see a visual, but I don't think it was truly that necessary. I, uh, I didn't find it to be overly comedic as you, you watch it, but, you know, not filling in some of those beats of like seeing the actual faces of people it it does always help some of the comedy along uh well in a hotel room it's just different scene they're in a hotel room and there's a guy coming to the door and then like he's just in the room with them you know i was like oh that's probably pretty strange to be watching i was thinking like as it was all going on like how are they doing it how is how is uh Phil doing like the zoom at the same time as he's also doing the Postmates. Like I was curious about what that was, and then when yeah, I got to that, see like, what that was, you know. I thought it was pretty clever. They must have pre-recorded some stuff and yeah, you know, they did. cut the cut the video in and yeah, like all that. Sometimes they try to do that kind of stuff and it doesn't work that great. And I thought just listening to it, I was like, oh, they they did a good planning job here and it, they pulled it off pretty well. Yeah, I was curious to how much was set up by all them, but then it because he showed up there on with Tim, they must have really dug into no pun intended, dug into like getting all that set up for for him to have the zoom and like they couldn't wait to show him on the that pre-recorded thing and he ma- he managed to like riff off of that in real time pretty good. So it, maybe there was a little rehearsal even then. Well, I mean, I mean, he recorded himself, so obviously he knew what he was going to say and like probably knew the timing. But either way, it was good. I mean, Phil, you know, you know, Gettython happened and I didn't it happened that the last time we recorded, I I didn't have a chance to to watch. Um, But, you know, Phil's doing great stuff out there. Like, I'm happy for Phil. And this is another just even you know, sinking deeper into the crew where he's like, you know, pretty official as almost a fourth or fifth member here. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a good, that was good stuff. And besides that in the episode, there was clown which I don't know if there's much to talk about there. Um, really. I didn't know who, Cla- I didn't know who he was and I almost thought he was a gag at first, but then, no, he was real, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know. I think he was. I think he was on an episode prior. Oh yeah, I, I think I think Clownvis has been on before, or they've talked about him, or Vic has played some Clownvis or something. I think it was like a Vic's a fan of Clownvis, and they've mm-hmm. maybe he's called in before or something. But yeah, that was fine. He, like it was, yeah, that was strange that he was he was such a big fan of the show that like it made it kind of. You know, he, he was just like really nice and playing it really straight, so it didn't really add. It wasn't really very hilarious or anything. But all in all, Tim being in Atlanta and then then pulling off the Bill Braun, uh, you know, sort of thing was definitely was the highlight. Good. Definitely, definitely the highlight. highlight. Um, and then last week we had 
you know, we had the big Israel-Palestine kind of, uh, you know, more political sort of app with Abby Martin in studio. And, um, you know, I think she's great. I think having a, I think having a female energy and just, just her in general, she fits into the crew really well. She's a smart person and obviously does her thing. And the fact that she's like a fan and can just hang with the guys and be there and like laugh at their stupid jokes and their drops and stuff like just makes for a very listenable thing. And then when they get into the, you know, the more serious stuff, it, it you know, it just, it, it was, it was good to hear about some of that stuff. I learned a lot. Um, I thought it was yeah, you know, a, a good episode. Yeah. She definitely got, she's a pro, you know, she's like, yeah, got it yeah. all. She's got the humor and then keep it, keep it light and then can get dig right into the meat of all the, real painful stuff without like missing a beat and yeah i thought it was definitely a good decision to bring her on there for sure yeah no it was it was another one of these moves where they you know they like kind of talk about something and then they think about it it seems like they think about it for the week and then say you know what like let's not just let's not just tiptoe around it let's get into it like this is a serious thing going on in the world let's talk about it let's bring in you know a political journalist and and really talk about it and also have some fun too um so she was able to break it down and kind of you know she made some analogies and simplified things a little bit for me and for probably a lot of the listeners that made it you know a little bit um it's just like the fact that that content is happening in this show again i just think is really great so that's definitely worth a mention um you know the they, there was also you know Van Morrison, Colin, yeah, which was uh, Vaniel Morrison, yeah, Vaniel Morrison and um, James Domian, and he's you know a pro at the impersonations. Like uh, that was a new one for him that I hadn't heard, but of course you got to jump yeah, on that. Yeah, he was. I'm trying yeah. to remember what what was what did he do the last time he was on? He did some political person i believe and uh prior to that he he came on as himself and, and talking about the the plight of of uh Ar armenians so uh, oh yeah 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 that was it that was it okay yeah, yeah yeah but but he had he had definitely come on and did an impression where they may have not even pointed out that it was actually him but they called yeah. in and it was some political uh person that was pretty spot on like he he's really good at the impress uh, impersonations like he's yeah. on all the podcasts and he always comes on as like these different right on the spot like um just the body impersonations and you know um he'll do any like um awkward or strange person that's you know in the news he'll just be on at top of that so this was no different to be giving a strange um van morrison like this playing it like real irish and goofy yeah. with his his whistle <laughs> slide whistle <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i really enjoyed that part of it for sure uh, and uh i wasn't sure if it was this episode or last episode but they did the vinyl game again and that well they did it yeah that that robert Zoom. yeah the robert Beatty, um the guy who did the artwork for tim's right. album came on and he had like a 
again, this was a, vi a thing graphic. that I think was probably visual. Yeah, but I didn't see it, but I heard he, you know, he had a whole thing set up with multiple cameras and like weird, you know, yeah, digital I, graphics. Yeah, there was another one where I went back and checked it out just to see what I was missing because it just was a visual component that was unique. Yeah, but yeah, that that guy's uh, album work is very good and different and fun and uh yeah he's like a cool a guy very modern edge to it and you know the the music he's doing these covers for is a lot of the stuff that we like so uh it's good stuff um definitely definitely he's like he's he's uh, yeah he's doing cool cool bands albums um and uh let's see what else is there really to mention there um between then and there um did you watch this thing called the compound that they posted the other day i actually did i i uh, hadn't watched it and you know we were i was sort of waiting for you to get online here and i like was scanning through the material and i watched that and i'm very i'm i'm very excited to see more of that and yeah, yeah. The, there was one more thing I just remembered, but oh it, yeah, okay. It, it's part of that last episode where they had uh, a prank guy, a guy who did the prank call, um, Fart Simpson. That bit, that was. Do you do you recall that part with uh, Tim Plank? Maybe that was in the after hours uh, segment of that last show, but. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was you a prank what? call. There was a prank call, and that uh, was really funny. And it was in the spirit of possibly early Tim and Eric or early um, Tom goes to the mayor prank stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, they they yeah they even you know graphicked it with Tom goes to the mayor stuff. Yeah, and so that was there, and among the other video with the compound the but if you want to touch upon the co compound go right ahead uh i no no I the fart the, the fart simpson i didn't hear i did not make it all the way through that after hours i'm not gonna lie i just didn't get through that full after hours of that episode and i missed that fart simpson prank um so i'll have to check it out it was um, just one little side thing that they yeah they yeah, were impressed yeah. with because a fan had sent that in and did all the queuing for an, an like a real prank phone call with a a person you know and if you watch the the patreon video thing that yeah yeah done for it you you get I the concept it, yeah. It. yeah i see it and it's sort of like the guy who does the animated uh duck right sort of that kind of a thing uh well i don't you see like um the animation for this was i think done possibly by them but like the actual audio of it was what was the thing that was sent in it was it, you know how he uh yeah yeah there was like um tim would do uh call in a, a and prank and it would be uh my son's name is like strain or Bee, yeah, yeah, yeah. got stung by a million bees or something like that it, it was sort of like that real goofy concept of pranking somebody uh -huh. i don't need to explain it really Every, sure, I, sure, sure. everyone else uh possibly listened to that and thought it was funny so there's really nothing i will i will go back and listen to it i've i've now skimmed through the video even after we've been talking and i can see what you're talking about there's a 
Halloween vest and candy corn hat, and there's a weird old picture of Tim calling in to an old lady, and yeah, okay, I see what's going on here. Right, it was just Tim had, you know, been shouted out to by one of the Zoomers who, or he put a shout out, like, if anyone wants to string together some of my audio into, like, a super cut to do something like that, so this guy was doing Yeah, that. yeah. So that was cool, and that was part of that episode as well. The the compound um, though, I did watch that, and uh, good stuff. I mean, yeah, compound, which is which is a Doug joint. Um, is, is it a Sopranos direct ripoff, like uh, parody? Would you say? Uh, or is there... uh, I think he's having fun with that, but it but it's, you know, it seems like kind of like a mystery, sort of a weird thing, but it was written directed and edited by doug it said at the end so mm-hmm. um it appears that doug you know wanted to maybe do you know maybe do a little something and we'll, we'll talk about maybe what's going on with doug a little later um but yeah i thought it was fun and i thought like i liked the way it was shot and i kind of liked seeing vic and the guys like acting a little bit you know like just i, I don't know just like being so close to these guys, seeing them kind of doing a little bit and like, you know, even Matt, you know, like acting. Yeah, and, I love, know. I love the Matt direction. I mean, yeah. I, his, his cre- creepy stare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's right. like overhearing like the stuff and like he's the one, he like knows that what's going on. He knows that they like, you know, almost killed Doug and like, when he, <laughs> like he, you don't know if he's going to say anything. And yeah, there, there's fun to be had with that. And, and that's like, that's good you know patreon nice content there so I, I appreciate them doing that and um hopefully that's the kind of thing they can keep going you know they've, they've talked about yeah. these sorts of things and a little narrative sort of silly thing like that that's shot kind of cool and a little bit different it's definitely totally. fun to it's definitely fun to like put th- themselves into these alter ego ways the same way tim has done that on cinema character you know yeah let's give all these guys some alter egos to play around in and see where that goes i mean why not sure sure i could i'm excited for the the compound i'm excited for the compound as well so don't give up on the compound we love it um one episode in we're totally game for that and then that brings us to the episode from yesterday which you know, I kind of, after listening, was like, all right, we should probably get on the horn and start discussing what's going on in the office hours world because, you know, we got Tim in Italy and we got Neil Hamburger hosting the episode, which, you know, just right off the bat starts, you know, like you just, you know, in the in the episode before and after hours when they announced it was going to be Neil Hamburger, Tim kind of... Uh, he kind of said what it was going to be like, you know, he was like trying to imitate what it was going to kind of be like. And it kind of started that way um, with, with Neil Hamburger, like just, you know, like what's that sound, you know, like what are these, you know, what are these noises (laughs) in my ears? It's bullshit, fucking bullshit, you know? And uh, it was very funny. And like, I was LOLing right away in the beginning of the episode. I was like, Oh my God, I hope it's like this, this whole time. And then he kind of, he simmered down and became like a polite version of Neil Hamburger, which was unexpected, I thought, but like, but would like every once in a while kind of just say something awful about 
something or somebody or a celebrity or something like sure like, when he uh, whenever he calls somebody like disgusting or yeah filthy or, <laughs> yeah yeah there like, was a, it still was like there was a bit his... about diplo at some point he's like oh diplo we should bring him in here and beat him to death and then <laughs> urinate on his body he was just like jesus christ and that, and that, that kind of stuff just kind of came out of nowhere and then you know we had um these guys uh from we had Melbourne. buzz osborne and trevor dunn who you know i don't know these guys very well um and they were strange uh they were it's it's strange that they're like buddies with neil hamburger you know what i mean like i, I don't I guess that Neil Hamburger is like in this kind of like underground punk rock sort of like weird crew of people that are like down with him and he must have all these buddies. You can see why he fits in with that audience because he's he's like, you know, bashing the pop culture uh, world a bit and he's sort of gross and I, he's just I so anti. Like it, he's just so yeah, anti everything. It, it totally just, just yeah. kind of does fit in with that aspect, except that he, you know, is a little bit even more off kilter than they are possibly but yeah the melvins, and they, they, do you know the melvins music at all i don't like... think so uh, do i are the melvins like i hate to be so weird are the melvins like that band that like kurt cobain liked a lot or something like am I, like they are but okay, also yeah. like they're extremely like um uh i know mr bungle i know mr bungle very I know Mr. Bungle. I had a couple of their albums. Um, I, I liked Mr. Bungle for 90s. a while. I, I didn't keep up with them, but I, you know, I, I, I was a fan of Mr. Bungle for sure. Yeah, for a little bit. There was, um, there was like a, there's like a time and a place to listen to Mr. Bungle where you just want to get kind of crazy and sort of Zappa-ish. I could see why, like, I could see why Matt's kind of world mixes in with this world. Um, Mr. Bungle was more palatable to me because they were a little bit stranger, but the Melvins. They're just like really, I mean, they have comedic sort of stuff to their music too, but uh, I, I threw on their new album just because they have a new album just to hear it. And there's like a Beach Boys song parody right off, right off the bat. But then it, it gets into the, like their sound is just like loud, grungy shit. That's sort of like the, Mel the Melvins. Yeah, it's definitely like metal music, you know, metal mm -hmm. or even like punk uh, noise, noisy bits. Uh, but it's good. It's not good, like bad music. It's actually, you could get into it if you're in the mood for that kind of stuff. Uh, it's like a good version of that band. And they seem very much, uh, prolific. Like they've been doing it since like, yeah, well, they're 86 or some shit like that. They're talking about their 50 shows and their 51 shows in 50 days and all this business. And it was like, Really? Okay. But I, I thought it was interesting to hear that they're like, yeah, some shows were playing for like 10 people. Um, what did you think of them as guests on the show, on, on this episode with Neil Ham? It was just like, the vibe well, was so different, I thought, than, than usual. Yeah, I mean, it was because they had these rock stories and like being on the road, like road comic stuff. It was, it, yeah, it's like Neil Hamburger was just like reminiscing about some of his on the road things and asking them questions and they were going on to long tangents about different rock stories and things and i found it all to be interesting and it kept the show moving a bit 
and uh, you know the Mr. Bungle guy came on, and then he added some more of that sort of you know questioning, and they started bringing Zoomers on that were asking interesting questions, and all of it I found to be entertaining, not overly funny, until like Neil Hamburger said something silly about you know uh, I can't I'm not remembering exact examples of it, but. You know, the, there was some silly points. You've already said, like, where... Yeah, they, you know, they talked Chip about... Chip is this. And... They talked about hotel. They were talking a lot about hotels, okay? A lot about, well, like, travel and that was like That was like a Doug thing that he was, like, trying to get that Neil Hamburger to talk about that. Maybe they had, like, said, oh, we can ask him about Motel 6s and dirty well, motels. Well, well, Neil Hamburger's always talking about... He's always, like, busting on chains and... Uh, and um, also, you know, just like big name celebrities and stuff. That's kind of like what he does on Twitter. He's just like ripping on, just causing trouble when it comes to to like big chains and stuff. So, you know, like that that that's like it's just like fun and different for the episode to like just, you know, he was like, okay, I just want to ask you. And then like some of the questions he had and stuff were like, you know, as as somebody who, myself who like you know kind of interacts with musicians and people that tour and stuff like. Uh, you know, I was just with a band a couple weeks ago and they're talking about like, oh, if somebody brings you cookies or somebody brings you something, are you ever eating it? Or like if somebody, these kind of like little questions and things that you're, that, you know, I've kind of just very recently interacted with myself where like somebody's like bringing back, you know, cookies, like a fan or something. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, you're going to eat them or you're going to just throw them away or, you know, how, how that's, how's that all going to go? And, um, it was just like different conversation than you're having for whatever reason. Neil Hamburger had some very just bizarre <laughs> questions to ask that seemed a lot to do with his road life and the fact that he probably has a weird tour life where he's not like a big fucking rock star or anything. He like has like these, you know, stays in shitty hotels and like has like random small time kind of indie rock road experiences, which are, to me, yeah. pretty interesting, and I'm he's, sure to you. Yeah, he's like a, like a niche performer, and like I liked the bit about how somebody asked a question about how um, what it's like to be like uh, have a tour going, and then like you're in a city where another big act is in town, and they steal all the thunder, and yeah. you get there, and there's nobody there, and or like how the different people might throw tomatoes at you. Uh, somebody was going to throw tomatoes, but they didn't let them in. And like, he, yeah. it's living the life of just being a, a very niche act that is opening for like, you know, these crummy bands possibly. And, or just the, and you know, he's surprised that he has like power or, you know, has made a name for himself here. Maybe, um, more recently when he's got associated with Tim and Eric, did he really more so make a name for himself? But I, I can't say like I was, he, it seems like I, I wasn't totally... that aware of him before he got in touch with Tim and Eric. Well, I, I just think he probably didn't cross our universes, but I, it, it appears that he had, mm -hmm. that he has a whole other world. You know, he has a whole other universe of fans, people calling in, talking about his albums and, and all this weird stuff. That I was like, I don't know anything about this Neil Hamburger stuff that like, I think, mm -hmm. and even Matt, and even Matt, you know, even like, you know, they kind of mentioned how 
how Tim found out about Neil Hamburg was from Matt and he like was from Matt and he had like an album on Drag City back in the 90s and you know like there's like a history and like I think he's probably a big cult weirdo dude for people that are fans of bands like the Melvins or like some of these weird yeah, little I, like the I Mike could be, Patton projects. I could be very naive about how far he how popular he was hanging out with the Mr. Bungles and the Melvins circles like it, well, it, it could have been I mean, his, you know, long I think time. that brings that brings us to our next guest, which is Todd Berry, which I would have never guessed in a million years that Neil Hamburger or, you know, Greg Turkington or whatever would be pals with Todd Berry. Like, I just, just those, it just doesn't seem, you know what I mean? It just doesn't, that just wouldn't have mixed in my brain for whatever reason. You know what I mean? No, actually, Todd Berry comes from all the cool, um, off alt comedy world so i really was not surprised by that at all I, he's like i know but he's somebody he's who kinda is kind of mainstream he's kind of mainstream he's mainstream he's mainstream maybe more so now but when you know i mean i saw 10, him open, 10 saw, years ago I saw or 20 him years up, ago i saw him open up for louis ck like 15 years ago todd well, berry like like a pretty popular todd berry already on a pretty big stage you know like doing pretty he's, well he's been you know he was started in the alt, alt comedy scene in new york you know back in like the mid 90s or, or maybe even 80s like he's been around for a super long time and he started in those alt circles of comedy first before he branched into being more mainstream and you know uh, i think he's been consistently funny over the years and yeah he, i just he, he just shows expect, up in all the were you expected would i expected him to be like maybe above i don't want to say above neil hamburger but just like on a different level where like well him being like real close with greg turkington or neil hamburger seemed strange to me well he's never left new york he's like some guy who's just you know he's not never been so hollywood and he's a working comic that just makes a tons of you know tours and he's like this working comedian that probably you cross paths with with everybody like you know he there's something to be said for that like neil hamburger's been on the road forever and, and yeah, Todd yeah, Berry yeah. has been on the road forever so it goes right along with sure this idea of like the touring people you know that would know each other that and, that does that does there is a nice parallel there that I, that, that like yeah, they're both just like working man's comics that like haven't really, you know, really they moved never too stopped. much. Never yeah, stopped. Yeah. Never stopped and never got canceled or anything. They're just like dudes doing no. their thing. And um, the reason yeah, why Todd, 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 Todd Berry has been in some TV shows and movies and stuff more recently, but it does still seem like he lives probably a very, you know, not a very, you know, he's still doing small clubs. You know, he's still doing clubs yeah. and, and smaller shows. And I don't, he's probably not like a, he does Super everything. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's, he's he just seems like a very humble, just kind of guy. So he lives in a one-bedroom apartment in New York, just like a, a little. He just lives yeah, in I his mean, little place and lives his life and probably does okay and is, isn't like super rich, but isn't like you know a schlub. I, you know, just I like, briefly listened to his podcast a few years back. I don't even know if it's still going, but it, like he tried that out for a while. Like he's just been doing all the things that these comedians do. But he one thing he has done and still does is he stays just on the like always out there on the road and that there's like 
this um, workman way about that where, you know, a lot of comedians, yeah. they, they branch off into like doing other things, writing on shows and acting and all these other elements. Whereas he's just like, no, nope, I just tour. I'm a like working comedian and he's done it for his and whole he's, but, career. And so. he's also on Twitter pretty heavily. He's a big Twitter guy. And that's where I see most of my Todd Berry material over the past many years. And that's why I kind of found it strange that on the show, I mean, I guess I just wasn't expecting him to be playing it so straight. Like he, he, he really didn't come with like a comedian kind of bit at all. He was just like, he was just doing him. Hey, what he was just like, Hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Just didn't, but wasn't I, like I, telling many jokes or like even trying to be real funny. Just like, Hey, yeah. I think he guy? was being a little curmudgeon and that is sort of his thing of just being like, I didn't think he was. That, I thought he was being nice. He was being nice. Well, he, he was being, he was being nice to Neil Hamburger, but when Tim came on later, he was being curmudgeon more. So oh my God. To Tim. compared to what he does to Tim on Twitter, he was so nice. Well, I, I thought, mean, he, I thought he was so Tim was like trying to beef with him right away. Like Tim came on and was like, "What is Todd Berry still doing in my house?" Like, he like tried to go there, and Todd Berry's like, "Oh, hey Tim, how's it going?" Like, just like didn't, didn't let it go there. He was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm in your house." You know, like, there was a little bit of joking around about like, "Oh, the guest house and the, you know, like, the airfare." But I think all that was true. I, I think that Todd Berry, I think that Neil Hamburger paid for Todd Berry to fly out to L.A. to be on that show. And then Todd Berry had to put himself up in a hotel. Like that's, I really think that that was all pretty true, which is crazy to think. But I think that's the way. Well, they he is about that. to start a, a gigantic tour, and he could have been starting his first leg on, on the West Coast. Like if you look at, I don't know if you caught that, but on uh, Instagram they put up his tour dates, and he's going to be out that that way. So it just could have been a, a starting point spot for him to. Yeah, it could have been. And to you know, be already a, out west as an and a promotional tool tour, promotional yeah, tool for his tour. I mean, people that listen to Office Hours gotta like Todd Berry. I mean, he's gotta be he's a good he's a good get, you know. But I never would expect Todd Berry to be overly a character in any way other than just being very. Un, well, like, he, in, like he doesn't like, like in studio he's just like leaning back like almost laying down <laughs> like i i did watch this one because i i had a i had a chance last night to watch it while i was just kind of finishing up my end of my night and you know it, he was just so laid back and casual about the situation that it, that it you know it's funny it was strange and yeah i just found the whole vibe of the episode to be so different you know what i mean like just so like not a ton, like the drops were always kind of mentioned and like uh, talked about because it was like new to Neil Hamburger to have that going on. So it was just like a little more like attention to different things than we're used to. Like even like, you, know, you just have like the city of the day with Neil Hamburger. Well, it's just like different and gotta, funny. He's like city of the day. Like who cares about this? <laughs> like you got to think back like, to in the, in the world of like, when you have talk show hosts that have like a guest Host, come on! I, I, you know, I'm gonna go date you a bit, but Johnny Carson used to have guest people come on and host, and it was this totally different vibe when they would have, you know, even Jay Leno would be like a guest person who would come on, and and you know, they, I feel like Doug said, oh, I'm just a little McMahon to you, you know, like I feel like they were aware of 
this guy's going to be a guest host and it's going to be a different vibe and we're just going to let him have it because that was sort of the nature of when people would guest host on these different shows is that they would bring their own sort of vibe and so this is the neil hamburger vibe and i i have to say you know if tim's going to be off in the future i i want neil hamburger back yeah well i think he's i think he's definitely doing i think he's he's definitely doing next week uh, at least i think and um no i i think the whole like i think it was a refreshing vibe it made me interested in what was going to happen at every moment because i think that office hours now as we've been analyzing it over the past year is you know i don't want to say predictable but like there is a flow to it and you can kind of know the fact that neil hamburger would they take like two zoom calls the whole goddamn time it was like he was just like no we're doing a different show like we're going to talk to these guests that are in studio and we're just gonna kind of joke around and get weird and get deep on things, and like, it just was different. Where these zo- like this kind of there were routine, this routine with Tim wanting to talk to the the, the people so much, yeah, can you know can drag it down a little bit sometimes. And when you just skip that and you have like some guests in studio and like there's just other things going on and like enough time to fill the space, it just feels different. And they did um they did do more zooms and after hours a little bit, but I feel like. The majority of people either had a good question and then they immediately addressed it or they were trying to offer a game of some sort and the games were like sort of hit or miss a little bit, but they they also just sort of pushed pushed the content a little bit better and it, you know, sometimes these questions do lead to a nice like window of something different and uh, yeah, the the few Zoom calls they took were pretty, were, were okay. And, um, you know, I think there was like a bust of a hothead hotline. And so there was, there was like kind of, there was some gag about giving away a t-shirt that didn't really go anywhere. I actually thought Doug and Vic kind of were a little kind of outshadowed or something. Like they didn't really have too many moments. There was a couple moments when they were like, you know, Neil Hamburger's like, you know, play me something for that. You know, like he's like, you know, kind of calling for drops and stuff, which were, you know, like they at one point they were like, you know, play me some nauseating drug, you know, music and like yeah. <laughs> drug sounds, and they just like went to town. Ta- like they they nailed it. They're like, okay, you want that? We can give you that mix of nastiness real quick. And that might be what we get is is like Neil Hammer doesn't like it all blasting him out when he's trying to open the show, but then like he gets down into the rhythm like and has to make requests for the certain things and yeah it could just even be, that they even were just that, feeling each other out a little bit yeah you know? yeah even that relationship between drop makers and neil hamburger is obviously just different you know what i mean where like they just you know tim's yeah. energy with with doug and Vic is, is totally different there's yeah, like, like a there's like a is... power thing there's like a power thing going on where neil's just like what are these guys doing behind me? You know, it's just like, uh, unlike he, like Neil Hamburger is not their boss. He's just kind of like in the room with them and he kind of doesn't understand what's going on. And that, that sort of gag is pretty funny throughout. Yeah. And then, uh, then, it was, then I thought it was funny that he like came around. It was just like, you know, at first I didn't like this nastiness in my ears, but <laughs> you know, now I kind of like it. I want to, I, you know, I want I want these guys to drive in my car with me on the, you know, like it just, I thought I thought one of the most interesting things was Neil Hamburger in general, uh, 
being genuine, like, I don't want to say genuine because he's totally in character and it's so weird, but like, it's almost like he was being an honest guy. You know what I mean? Like an honest yeah, little, version of Neil Hamburger. Uh, a little bit of himself was creeping yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of like, I'm Greg Turkington. I'm a comedian, but I act as Neil Hamburger. And he's talking about these things, but he's saying it in the voice. And it was just like, it was kind of sweet. You know, it was like, oh, like Neil Hamburger can be like kind of a sweetheart, kind of a nice guy. And like, yeah, it it's worked. It's probably hard to keep up the, the act of just being like strange and sleazy for too long, like without like falling into himself a little bit. But yeah, you know, he's he, trying to make the show go a certain way too. So, you know, it would get old if he was not trying to do other things. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was um, I thought it was interesting and refreshing. And then when Tim came on and after hours, it was nice to hear him chime in and, and, and check up with what he's doing and, you know, to have him from Italy. It's just like, you know, they're you know, like we've said before, these kind of like you feel like they're your pals and you're like seeing them all check in with each other and talk and, oh, you know, what did you have for dinner last night? And, you know, what time is my call time tomorrow? Like. All this like really like inside like who even you know yeah. like, why would anybody even care about like the, the content is so specific and so uh just like unless you really know these guys who cares but like it's, <laughs> but it works it, it, it worked it, it worked and it was different and i, and I enjoyed it yeah uh i i do like it when tim comes on and he wants to immediately analyze every, all the show and wonders how it's going and is you know uh he's like i checked in earlier and he, i heard you know neil was like screaming about the the drops and i you know the whole thing is just like he's curious as a listener and but maybe understands that this is a good a good thing for the show is him just being away and not trying to do too much and and letting that thing happen without him there is is good for the show because it's it brings you know this other dynamic like maybe they'll there could be us some other guest hosts uh, not just neil hamburger you know uh yeah uh you know who else who else would you want like that's a good question i neil yeah Hamburger's when they great. during during after hours when they when they were going to announce it i was like the, the names that were going through my head for he was like in the you know we're gonna tell you and after and then they made you wait till after hours to announce that it was gonna yeah. be neil hamburger but i was thinking of all the possibilities and i was like okay it could be it could be john it could c be a, riley or it, it could, could be a guy yeah it could be john c riley it could be brandon walsh. walsh it could be um it could be even eric or yes uh, yeah i thought of eric i thought of i thought of like they might even just say doug you know like i, th I thought it might yeah. could just be a gag you know like where it's going to be doug or or you know i, I don't know but yeah i, I didn't not, think neil hamburger i didn't think neil hamburger and i didn't i just didn't think of the on cinema kind of even though neil hamburgers isn't on cinema it is a big crossover and they're not yes. stupid they're not stupid for doing that because the on cinema boy, you know, the on cinema fans and like just crossing those boundaries over finally just saying like, okay, come, come over here. We're all doing stuff together now. Like let's, I think it would have been weird. It wouldn't have made sense if it was Greg Turkington, like it, because those two things are yeah, different. Yeah. Whereas yes, like, yes, 
uh, he, but he it had made, to be it made more sense though. to be yeah he, he had to be in neil hamburger but it just shows that they're all working together all working towards a greater goal of like this this universe that's like now strangely like one step even stranger where like office hours has neil hamburger and on cinema has greg and it's just like what like yeah maybe steve brule isn't gonna fit in there yet or you know i would i would have loved to see uh john c Riley or fred arbison in there you you sort of do need somebody no offense to vic and doug but they fit right in their spots so well and like trying to put them into a different role they experimented with that and it not that it was a terrible episode or anything. It was just like you kind of need them there in their roles, and you need like some of that star power to be in the spotlight as the host to like push the show along and give it, you know, the identity that it has. With I feel like when Tim's in there, it it totally works, and it it could work with another sort of person there. Yeah. Not yeah. not unlike that platform. No, Doug and Vic presence. are. Doug and Vic have proven themselves to be great sidekicks and maybe not comfortable in the role of front man. You know, it's just like not, it's not their comfort zone. That's not their type of humor. They're not outward enough to kind of, to handle that maybe. Um, you know, I thought, I thought like some of the stuff with Doug and Vic and they just seemed a little quiet and a little like, I don't know. I mean, Doug had a couple zingers in there, I thought. And, uh, you know, he was kind of popping in with some funny stuff at, per usual. Yeah, it's nice to hear like a different kind of response to his like strange, dry dad jokes and things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. They were uh, like a little less. Yeah, they were like a little. Kind <laughs> of didn't falling a little. Yeah, falling a little flatter than usual. <laughs> you know, some of Doug's stuff. And, I, you know, I was watching and the camera would like cut to the guys like, you know, and Doug's like. You know, he's he's she's kind of trying to keep the show like now is when we do this kind of like this is what we do now, you know, and it was like just, you know, just a little bit awkward and, and kind of strange. But again, it added an energy that I that I enjoyed. I appreciate I, enjoyed the energy. I appreciate Doug chiming in as much as he does, you know, on the regular with Tim, like bringing that. And, you know, Vic is always I feel like he's not bringing as much and I feel like maybe it's just he's not as competent or whatever in certain topics but uh you know I yeah, I would like when those guys chime in as much as they do it it really adds to sure their their what they bring you know so um, yeah and the drop concert I would say was was very entertaining as well uh you know after the after the after hours one it yeah, a nice groove going there, and that you know it I was, was short. It. it was short. It was shorter yeah. than you. Short in the past few weeks. Um, yeah, I've I've enjoyed them all these previous mm-hmm. weeks, and but this one had a nice groove in the beginning, and it so it was shorter, but it didn't need to be super I, long because I heard you know it was funny. Hours, I, like, I could hear Matt explaining to Neil Hamburger like what was happening. He's like, oh now. Now the guys like do like you could hear it was like they were fading out the microphone of Matt right at that mm-hmm. moment. Like he was explaining to to Greg Terry, like he's like, okay, now like you could tell they're like, what's going on? Because like they just started jamming right away. It was like Doug and Vic waiting for their moment. Mm-hmm. You could hear Matt saying, oh, not not now they uh, they kind of like do their little thing here. So <laughs> we we close out after hours with this like kind of you know 
he didn't say drop like dro if you say drop concert to somebody who doesn't know what that is it's just like what are those two words i don't understand what that means but he's like now that they kind of like play with their you know they do their little thing and we kind of that's how we close out the show and i thought that was funny that little that little bit well it, it definitely is like a palate cleanser of an office hours like ambient way to go out you know you sort of need like it to be wild and i like the drops how they use tons of uh samples of different people voices screaming or shouting or singing or you know and there was yeah. a, lot, a lot more samples of of music cuts in there being pushed into the the drops you know they're dropping a lot of yeah, music yeah. samples they're cutting it up sort of like a dj does and you know djs do well that, but you were you were uh, the last time we recorded you were you were kind of guessing what was going on with some of the drops there now that i'm remembering about guessing we did not talk about the city of the day sponsors it was they three were... dog night do it was three dog night dog food which just i i if one thing neil hamburger really didn't have any for one three dog night dog food was not <laughs> didn't seem to take a i don't know just it wasn't super thoughtful and it wasn't it wasn't super witty it wasn't ambitious because the last three i feel like have been exactly the same concept of like here's a rock star and here's a product to go with it and we'll use all the songs as the exact comedy of this thing and dog food for three dog night i'm sorry to say is should have been on the on the maybe a little lazy i, I don't know maybe <laughs> left little, on the floor there I, I, maybe no. a little lazy maybe a little i lazy. feel like neil was interested in reading the the um the script so like it had to be kind of like hey you know yeah doug, some doug, of that. doug jumped in and like the you bulldog know, yeah <laughs> jeremiah was a bulldog yeah very <laughs> stupid but, um. it was funny because it wasn't it wasn't done well and yeah unfortunately i mean that's not where you want to be so um yeah um before that i feel like there was uh a, they had a uh, simon and garfunkel one and i can't remember oh name. yeah the, and there was the like one, a, there was a city of the day the one in this the... one episode in this one that they the guy guessed guessed it wrong we didn't talk about that either but yeah, yeah. Who cares? No, really? what was the what was the uh, fart? There was a really poopy fart. <laughs> Shit, what was it? it? Was the Simon? It was the art fart Garfunkel. Yeah, fart. It was something with farts. Fart. Yeah, I'm, we're not remembering it too well, but we're not remembering. I did not take notes, but that one I remember was funny, and it was something about like either like hiding fart smells or ah shit, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was it was some sort of thing that was sort of funnier, a lot funnier than than this one. But sorry to say, like, you know, there's something to be done when you're reading them out, and, and you know, it, it can lead to some funny things when you're reading them out loud, and there can be things had. But Neil wasn't open to that I don't no think. no no he, he he was he was playing it like what is this city of the day shit you know like i don't know what this is um but then he just like did eventually just read the city and uh 
the guy who guessed, you know, there was like some funny interactions. That was one of the earliest, maybe the first Zoom call of the day was with that guy. And, that guy uh, was very overconfident about feeling he, he was going to know it. Yeah, and oh my God, was, yeah, he was confident. And his code, I mean, he was, he, he had a code all figured out. Um, just wasn't the right code. So, yeah. Uh, so just to finish up the episode, I I have not listened to a ton of the Poundcast, but I did today on my run listen to, I want to say the most recent one, which I think was from last week maybe, which was the Doug and Brent one-on-one. Where that's this week. That's this week's drop. Is that this week? Okay, yeah. if, that's, if that's this week, then... Okay, that, that probably got dropped on Wednesday. They they must have recorded it. So this is what happens. They recorded it. It like came out pre- Tuesday, I think. Yeah. So they recorded the previous week. So like, duh, like we know, I know that Doug has gotten a dog since then because I've seen it on social media and in the episode he's talking about maybe getting a dog and it's like, wait, when did they record this? Did this come out today? I feel like, like they're about one to two weeks ahead on recording things. So I sort of noticed that when they're, they had they're you usually. On. They're usually one week ahead. They so they record on Thursday or Friday, and then they put it out the following Wednesday for for Patreons and Friday for you know, so that so like they're like one week behind. So within that week, Doug did get a dog, but you know I think the most interesting thing about that episode was hearing that Doug was dealing with some depression, and uh, you know it sounds like he went maybe through a breakup or some sort of relationship stuff like he did finally throw that in there which you know i know that like he was saying oh you know i don't you know like i during the day i'm just sitting around and i you know i don't know what i'm doing with myself and you know my analysis of listening to that is it probably has a lot to do if there was a relationship thing going on that'll fuck with your brain a little bit and that will make you a little crazy or a little like you know questioning of things and like so maybe that's kind of my thought about what's going on with doug but you know i thought it was just like you know i i like hearing the guys talk about real things and their real thoughts and their real lives and you know they they, they didn't get real real serious about it like i think doug was still a little standoff, not standoffish, but he was still just a little bit, didn't want to get too deep into it, but was just kind of like, you yeah. know, more, more I was like, a little, I was a little disappointed they didn't get more in there because the title of the episode is Doug Gets Personal. They spent about 10 minutes talking about something and not really getting to what it was. They're sort of like, you know, briefly talking about it, but then saying like oh you should do this you should do that and then it was on to the normal episode which was let's talk about shoes for uh an hour and a half and then let's <laughs> add uh, some comedy bits in there that doug actually is like bring trying a little bit about gallbladders and you know that was actually funny but like man some of that shit is like they need to edit it down or like stop <laughs> Brent when he gets going on about his shoes. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like don't put that. This is an episode about Doug and his personal life. If, if the entire episode's about white shoes and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, 
and you know, I I got into after hours even, and you know, I I just lose patience sometimes with them, and uh, I hate to be curmudgeon myself about it because they they're mostly are funny guys, but you know, I I do grow impatient sometimes with some of these long, drawn out things that are very boring and very uninteresting, that they themselves are very impressed with, but I. Just am not <laughs> a lot of the times lately, so I'm sorry, but I wanted to hear more about Doug, and I really wanted to hear more of what he was gonna say about what was going on. But you know, he was he left it very vague, and I hope he's doing okay. And if he's gotten a dog well, now, I mean, I don't know what else. You know, I don't if know he's what gotten else. Gotten a dog? It's gonna be good, you know. He got a dog. He got a dog. Um, for a minute there, like Brent was like, "Oh no, don't get a dog," you know, like don't, you know, like there were some interesting things that like almost were talked about, like why does not, why does Brent not want Doug to have a dog? Like there, there was, and like yeah, like you said, like it was like really like almost a deep conversation, but it really, and that's why you know Doug threw in the thing about your relationship, which I think is one it's got to be one of the driving factors of how why he was feeling bad and lonely and i mean that's just what happens that's just what happens and you know doug they don't talk a lot about their personal relationships it's it appears to me that you know they're i think they're both single guys i think and it seems like doug probably dates a bit more and has maybe had like it sounds like he potentially had a girlfriend for a little while and maybe broke up with them or you know was going through a, a, a little rough patch with them but you know I find it and even Brent even points out that like Doug you have a lot of friends it seems like you're doing a lot and like as somebody who's just kind of viewing Doug from a distance and having a little kind of connection with him he does seem to you know he does seems to have a lot going on he, he does seem to have a lot going on um like as far as uh friends and projects and skateboarding and just like things like and and maybe he's one of these guys that just really you know time alone and hours just alone during the day you know can you know sort of get you in a weird mood to get you a little depressed and um yeah i don't it makes me sad to hear that you know it makes me sad to hear that he's disease dealing with that you don't want to hear that like i wanted i want doug to be happy doug like he just on the surface, he seems so, uh, like he's just a positive, like happy person. Well, I appreciate that he is, he's someone who has, uh, enough to bring that to the podcast and be like, yeah, I am feeling down and, you know, let's talk about that and let everyone know that, you know, let people in a little bit and, uh, I find that it's made him seem a little deeper to me as an individual because you you feel some of that and I feel like there when he's on there usually it feels like he's doing a bit like he's always got this sort of uh, way about his voice that is like he's not being real he's sort of just being this Doug character and I like that he's like letting us in a little bit and maybe it'll you know be he'll feel well, he'll want to share more of that side of himself. And, you know, he could, he could be this person who's busy, but he's also comparing himself to, you know, maybe he compares himself to Tim or like other people around him doing bigger things. And he wants 
to get into those bigger circles and you know i hope i hope he does and i hope he finds happiness whatever he does with this time and it seems like maybe you know everyone just goes through a rough patch where you're just not connecting or you you feel like you're getting old or like i i I completely understand all these ways to feel especially if he's alone and he's like changing things up changing his whole apartment up because he's trying to change things up you know sounds like he was in a little rut and you know i hope he he has a dog now and he's gonna feel a little better and yeah yeah, if he's gonna be making movies he's gonna feel a lot better and i'll say yeah i'll say always work it I, I, you know, the advice I would normally give somebody that's feeling that way, I'd say, oh, work on some projects, do some, you know, like, get yourself involved with things, but, like, I think he's definitely doing stuff like that. He's got shows, he, he, he has little shows, he's got the podcasts, he's got this other new thing he's doing with the, with, you know, the compound thing. Uh, it seems like he does have some things to dig into, and he's probably editing a lot and working, and you know, so, I, I, so that's probably not the right advice for him, but well, I don't know. I, he did. I, he also seems like he's very, very like potentially impatient. Uh, you know, maybe just he wants really to get going. Need, yeah, he, he wants to get shit, on the road. He, I think. Because... Yeah, he needs shit going all the time. He needs he needs adventure and excitement. And look, I am exactly the same way. I really am. I need stuff going all the time. I don't. I haven't even really given myself opportunities to get to a point where I'm like just having a daily life. I mean, my job and, and stuff have, has me moving all the time. So I could imagine if I was maybe stuck um, alone, you know, just like, I don't know, just like with a house alone. Well, just, just picture like, yourself through the quarantine of where you didn't have the job and you were just sort of stuck there for a bit. And I did, but I, but that was since it was the first time in such a long time for me, like I liked it. I, I was like, I was down with it. I found some new routines that like I, you know, I started the workout thing. I, I like, I well, did some stuff. I, I made new things. I was like, Oh yeah, my well, God. Picture yourself. Picture if you were still exactly there. Yeah, picture and that. You, picture you didn't 10 get years to, from now. Yeah. Picture 10 You years didn't actually now. get to go and do any of these things that you're doing now. And you're just kind of like winging yeah, nothing, it. Nothing to look forward through to. Some of that. So like he made a comment during the, the office hour show to, I think Todd Berry or, Neil Hamburger about yeah let me go on the road with you and tour yeah. with you like I think he's like just like let's get back to the world now like I, I'm sick of just sitting here and he's a camper he likes hopping on into his car and going for big drives and getting on the road I mean he should do well, maybe what, what Tom, that, Tom Green's doing like where he travels nonstop and you know maybe well, he can take a I think hiatus from the show or something I would say that that Doug's maybe He's an ambitious person, but maybe not. Uh, maybe he doesn't have that. Maybe he doesn't like go and. I don't want to say maybe he waits for people to come to him and say, "Hey, Doug, we really think you're funny. Do you want to come on tour with us?" Whereas Doug, you know, he should be like fronting project. He should be the front man of things himself. And I know, I know the Poundcast is his thing. He's been doing it for a long time, but that seems very safe. He needs to continue to build upon and do more things. And I think even this little compound show and the two wet crew and things, like he needs to just continue to do more and more and more. Like, it's just, that's just like, it seems like he's that type of guy. He's Tim's friend. Tim obviously is constantly doing that, constantly selling himself 
and pushing himself as a guy who's who, who you know who wants to work who wants to be out there wants to be producing wants to get more involved and it's like Doug has been involved with with Tim and Eric since the beginning but Tim and Eric I mean look at and we've all we've talked about how Doug is like maybe one of the main reasons why Tim and Eric got so goddamn popular was a lot of Doug's work a lot of his writing a lot of his editing all that stuff got Tim and Eric to where they are they just happen to be the faces of it and Tim and Eric have both turned those into like bigger careers where they started a studio they started a production company Eric's fucking writing and directing shows on Netflix Tim's acting and doing a thousand different things and Doug maybe is still you know kind of just still Doug you know what I mean like still just doing his little things and like he, I think that he deserves more and I think that he deserves a greater thing and I think that he maybe even realizes that you know what I mean? And maybe that's one of the inner struggles he's having. Yeah, well, but I've, he, I've said that for a while. I said, Doug should be in things. He should be the front of things and really should be pushing himself out there more. Well, I think that's going to happen for him pretty soon. I mean, everybody was stuck in a COVID coma here and like he's ready to go. And I feel like he's going to hit the ground running when he's, you know, decides what, what the path is going to be for himself. And, you know, not everybody yeah. is cut out for that sort of life. At, and sometimes there are personalities of people that are just, they're just happy to, to make things and they don't need a life of, you know, celebrity. But um, I could see if he wants something, he can get it. And he's got the talent and he's got the the chops. So uh, that might be the same thing. But it, I... I hope everything uh, goes well for him soon. And I mean, I hope he stays on the path with, with Tim as well, you know, and uh, with office hours, but, um, and the Poundcast, I I don't want to be a, a, you know, such a contrarian to like the stuff he does, but you know, I got to give it to the show a little bit because, you know, that's, that's what you're asking me to do here for the Poundcast. So, yeah. Um, if I had to say, I, I think that unfortunately Doug is stuck in some of these routines where he has these podcasts every week where I, you know, I think, you know, me myself right now and for, for my, for my whole life or, you know, for the past, whatever, 15 years of my life, I have, uh, I've felt that I need to do things and go do things so then I go do them and that's become a cycle of things where like that has become my routine and I think maybe Doug needs a little more of that in his life and the fact that he is maybe a little tied down by these oh I gotta do office hours every week I gotta do the poundcast every week it's like it it could necessarily be a bad sign to get a dog then that could be what Brent was leaning on a bit. Like (laughs) you you want to get out, but now you're just going to tie yourself down to an animal that doesn't allow you to go and do things because you have to now watch that dog and take that dog here and there. And like, you know, so maybe that could be that safety net too. I mean, Uh, listen, I don't know. I listen. My example is I was really fed up with, uh, not traveling for the past year because um, I was just so used to it. And the first moment I could get out of this country, Joe, I decided, you know what? I'm going to fucking make a travel show about Sicily and Sicily, you know, in, in Italy coming back from COVID and 
all this stuff and like I'm here and I'm doing it now and it's you know I couldn't be more fulfilled I'm like just absolutely get out there and do stuff you'll feel better you know ideas and dreams that you have like I'm glad that Doug and Brent are making a movie I'm glad they're starting to fulfill some of these dreams because I think that's really just what you have to do especially if you're feeling like you're getting a little older and you're running out of time to do stuff you just have yeah. to go well, do it you have to grab it and do it if anyone is an idea factory I'll give it to the Poundcast. they they are like every episode there's about 10 different good ideas and you know they all say oh we, we could do that we should we should make a a show about you know taints you know and you know, if they want to make a show about sunning buttholes, like they should do it. But they come up with about 20 different good ideas. And I think they're they have very good comedic minds and they do it episode after episode after episode. And, and maybe uh, they, I mean, and they have they done just stuff. Have to they did, apply, they did the, apply they some did the, of that. They did the microscope show. I mean, they've done they have done a lot of weird little things and tried a lot of weird little things. And maybe they're even like just tired of that but i i don't know i think that they gotta maybe go bigger maybe maybe for doug yeah just step outside of the box and just try like the movie i think is a good idea obviously i i really you know think that them doing a movie is a great idea i've I've thought that for a while so maybe that's a a step into another direction um but just trying other things and uh you know uh continuing to push it and maybe with uh, us coming out of the pandemic now Doug will. I, I hopefully he's feeling better. Um, our yeah, thoughts my, are with you. Our thoughts are with you, Doug. You know, we hope you're feeling better. I hope they're getting your dog and uh, you know, getting back on track here. Yeah, I I didn't mean to be so you know rude or anything. <laughs> I I don't mean to be like a uh, too critical about all these things. And I but I did really appreciate that you brought some of that personal stuff to the show and. You opened up a little bit, and that is that is a good opening up. And the not so good is talking about shoes for <laughs> an hour, because that that's my least favorite stuff. But and that's you know, Brent. I mean, that's Brent stuff, and and that's like I know, but it, he is too nice to him because he's got to shut it down sometimes. It's like there's limits to tangents. I I I feel all like we're doing a big tangent right now, and so it happens. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tangents um, happen. Tangents happen. If we were talking about shoes, you know, like a specific type of shoes and how they change them a little bit, yeah, I, I, that's about the point. That was the end of my run, and I was like, okay, I, I haven't finished the episode, but I was right in the middle of the shoes, and I was like, oh man, we're not, you know, like I thought we were gonna talk more about this Doug stuff, like just, no. just so the just... podcast knows, we don't need comedy all the time. We do like to hear about your real lives. I think we're probably at this point because we've heard a million episodes of you guys bullshitting and joking about dumb stuff. When we get like some honest stuff about your lives, we like it. We like to hear whether you're sad or whether what you're doing, even hearing about, even hearing a little bit about how Brent has this weird sleeping in, you know, like this weird like night thing. Like you just learn a little bit more about somebody like Brent to me, I would have figured would be like a guy who's up early, you know, like, I don't know why just like, you know, the well, fact he's that a he comedian. Stays up, he's got, he keeps, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a he's, night owl. He, has to he stays stay up late, late for gigs. Stays, up, stays up late and sleeps, sleeps all day. Like 
just hearing like some normal facts about hum the humans um, that we you know yeah. come to listen to so much. I don't Mar need comedy all the time. Yeah, Mark Maron's made it a fucking empire on talking about himself. So you know, Ugh. just just do it. Channel a little Mark Maron. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't I'm, please don't do that. I like it. I so. know what you're saying. I know, I know what you're saying. Um, but I think the fact that it's the two of them and they don't. I think that's why I want more of it because I get none of it from them. But if you just are doing it nonstop for 30 minutes every episode where you know so much about somebody, you're just like, shut the fuck up. Talk about something else. You're only talking about yourself all the time. That's a little that's a little painful. But to get a little truth and a little honesty from the guys, I think it's nice. We like when we get it from Tim. We like when we get it from any of the guys. Like just some like some normal and because I'm fans of these guys and, you know, not so much of, you know, they don't annoy me. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that's, I think that should wrap us up here. I think we're pretty up to date. I don't know when we're gonna be able to do this again. Maybe, um, maybe in a week or two. Um, we'll see how we do for next week. I can't, I don't know my schedule right now. This seemed to work out for me tonight because I got to a place where I'm not leaving in the morning. I'm actually staying here for a couple days, so I'll yeah, hit you I'm, up spontaneously, but maybe Neil will have a really amazing show and we'll be forced to go on again. Or maybe we, we just stay off for a few weeks and let it breathe a little bit and, you know, come back when we have some good, good things to come back for. I don't think we missed. I don't think we missed anything huge. I mean, there's obviously all the little, the little, uh, you know, the little, little things that happen that make us laugh throughout the episode. And I, ha I have not been able to take notes, but, um, yeah, no, it's it's been it's been nice to just do wanna, listen. Do you want to do a quick record game? Sure, let's do a quick record game Let before I got to go to bed because it's, it's two late. in the morning where I am. Yeah. Oh so. shit! Sorry, Mike. All right. It's okay. I have tell, to, me when uh, to, tell me when to stop, I guess. All right, I will. Stop. Over here? Yep. Oh, right no. there. Yep. Holy shit, it's the shirt I'm wearing. What? L.A. Witch. I'm wearing an L.A. Witch shirt, and this is a L.A. Witch record. L.A. Witch and an L.A. Witch. I don't know what L.A. Witch is. Play Me With Fire, this album's called. They're a California all-girl band. Uh, I saw them when I was in San Diego, and they were very, very good. They're like kind of like a, a hard psych girl band. Huh. Check them out. L L.A. Witch. Okay. Yeah. yeah are they like, are they like current? They're current, yes. Uh, modern rock music. They're like, uh, yeah, like sort of modern psych uh girl okay. band do they have annoying voices or no they're they, screechy or are they no no they're kind of like uh you know they have a nice drawl of they have like a california cool for too cool for school kind of girl tough girl sound okay tough girl sound you want to go again all right one more all right shit we love the record game. Let's see. Stop. Good audio from the sound here. 
There will be blood, the soundtrack. Oh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. There will be blood. Did I buy that for you, maybe? No, you did not. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I have all the, the scores. Do you have the master? Well, that, now I lied, so I don't have the master, but I have, Oh, um, I have the master on vinyl. It's a pretty good one. I have some other good ones. Do you have, uh, Phantom Thread. Oh, Phantom Thread. That's the best one. Yeah, well. Inherent Vice? Did that have a... I don't even remember that soundtrack. I got this um, one. You were never really here. You it's, were never really here. That's a weird one. Yeah, who did this that? Is, this is a good one. Who did that? Was that one? That's one it's composer, right? Johnny Greenwood. Is that Johnny Greenwood? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, a non-PTA. So, all right, so we had enough fun. That's yeah. fun. Listen, I can talk about, I can talk about Johnny Greenwood scores for days. I love, I love, I have Phantom Thread like on most of my playlists. At least like there's the one song that I just cry about listening to all the time. I like it so much. Um, yes, excellent, excellent music. For but the masters, movies. the masters a good one. You got to get the master. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do. Got to get the master. Um, good record game, um, good episode, good energy, great guests. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. I got to still edit this fucking thing for the, I got to put, I got to post this thing tonight too. Oh my God. Blow my brains out. I have to, I'm interviewing the mayor of this town in the morning at nine in the morning. So, oh, well, you gotta go. It's fine. I, I sleep for six hours a night. This is my new thing. I sleep for six hours. That's, that's it. That's what I. That's all I ever sleep. Is yeah, that's good. It's I fine. Go to, I, I, I go like to it. bed at like eleven, and I wake up at five in the morning. So you know. Yeah, I had a tonight. I had lemon cello, like homemade lemon cello oh, after wow. after dinner. You know, I'm not a big drinker, so. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah. So it was like a little bit, little bit more, just a little more. I feel a little bit of a headache or something. It was kind of bring me back some. It was homemade, like you know, not bring backable, like just a dude that had this restaurant. Oh, we had amazing, we had amazing food tonight. Oh my god, the food here is just outrageous. But yeah uh it's a lot a lot of eating and a lot of insanity over here and just every day is is all day excitement and i don't even know my buddy who's producing the show is uh you know just tells me the night before hey we're doing this in the morning and then we're going to this market and we're going to this cheese maker place and we're going to this wine that you know it's just like you know it's a lot it's crazy but it's fun and um I can't complain. Life is good over here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again soon, everybody. Thanks yeah. for being patient with us. I hope you didn't uh, didn't give up on us. We are uh, we're fine. We're just doing this a little less often, and uh, maybe I'll get Tucci on the horn because I know he'll, he'll maybe he'll, he would take some notes and maybe be able to walk us through some stuff since I'm, I'm out of the note game for a little while. Um, yeah, bring Tucci back. I'll bring Tucci back. He would I'm sure he'd be happy to come back. He's our sponsor, Mike Tucci. Go to MikeTucci.com for all that. 
check out Joseph Allen Art on what? Instagram. One, uh, anyone who stuck around this long, Mike, give us your pitchfork review of the last three episodes. Oh my God, I have no, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, okay, that, I'll that's say for tu- that's okay. for Tucci. I, I did that for Tucci. Okay, so my pitchfork, my pitchfork for the Clownvis and Bill Braun, I'll give a seven point one. The Abby Martin one, I'll give a seven point three. And the Neil Neil Hamburger one, I'll give a seven point nine. Very nice. You gotta you gotta tell me yours. I haven't thought about mine <laughs> to this moment. Either and did I, I. I. I've been trending low recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would I would say we we jumped to a nice round six point two on the Bill Bill Braun. Okay, six two. And you know, uh, I Abby think Martin. We, we we went up a slight hair to a nice six point five. Six five for Abby Martin. And then this Neil Hamburger episode was a, a, a nice round seven for nice me. round seven okay so you're just you're trending just about a point behind me a uh, full a full point which I think makes sense I think we're on the same page here so very yeah, good I think Tooch would be right there with us as well so Tooch trends higher Tooch you know I don't know Tooch is all over the place he trended real low the one week well I'll get I'll have Tooch Toochie you're listening to this I know you are you're a big fan Tooch so Send us your, your Pitchfork ratings and uh, let us know if you want to get on the horn with us in a couple weeks. And, you know, anybody out there, you're feeling lonely, just get on the horn. You know, just get on the horn with somebody. As they said in the podcast, I, I thought it was funny. They kept saying, get on the horn. I like saying get on the horn as well. Let's get on the horn, everybody. Um, thanks yep. for listening. We'll see you uh, soon. No promises. Maybe next week, maybe in two weeks. Maybe in three weeks. I don't know. We'll take it day by day here, and we'll keep you updated. Uh, And we'll see you next time on We Like Having Fun. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, everybody. Nothing? No goodbye from Joe? (laughs) Just (laughs) nothing? (laughs) All right, Joe says bye, too. Okay.